listening to Boobies Bar and Girl, the only podcast with a two-drink minimum. This is Buddha coming to you on a very chilly night once again. Just came back from walking the mutts and it is unbelievable out there. Like I said in my Twitter today, I, I, I lost my balls sometimes this morning and I don't know if I'll ever see them again. Maybe by springtime they'll be back because it was that cold this morning and it is still that cold now, which I really wish I didn't have the puppy right now because it's every hour, hour and a half I'm out there and you really want to like squeeze the pee right out of her. Get her going. <laughs> <laughs> it's that bad. Um, at the top there, you heard um, a little bit of a, uh, a song, a work in progress from a buddy of mine named Chris Barber. You can check him out at uh, Chris Barber, or I believe he's under Christopher Barber in on Facebook. He's got some very cool music he does himself. That song there, it is, like I said, a work in progress, but it's himself, just four track and everything, which is pretty cool. He does the uh, the guitar, the, the accompaniment, the drums, everything, and he's going to be adding uh, the lyrics to it later on. He's a hell of a singer as well. Um, with me, as always, we got Sean, and Hi. how's it going? <laughs> Browsing through my feeds right now. Oh, well, there you go. And before I forget, Sean from <laughs> visualbomb.com. Everybody check it out. You need a graphic artist. He's the one to call. Yay. Yay. How's the new job going? It's going pretty good. No commission yet, but getting used to it. But you've been making sales, though. How are, how are you finding the sales right now? Uh, I find I find it good. Um it's weird though it kind of hoards in and hoards out it's there's no solid busyness but you weren't working anytime any kind of retail before no no i'm not talking about that but you weren't working like retail beforehand you were you were in school retail uh when i was 18 for a year petco stocking and uh cashier most of the time right but not quite enough in different uh, and a whole bunch of different uh, like fields, different like whether it's clothing or whatever, that you'd be able to tell if there's much of a slowdown in your area because of the economy right now either. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't be able to tell. No. And plus, I was in Houston for five years where... Completely different. spent like no tomorrow. Right. Well, the thing, too, is that right now with Christmas, um, I, again, I don't know how much of a difference you guys are noticing there. I'm sure that there's a lot of places that are, that are feeling a crunch um, right here. We're really I don't work in the retail myself, but I know from hitting the malls up all the time. Really, you can barely tell the difference. And my daughter is in retail and like they're busy as all hell and people are still dropping money like crazy. And I don't know if it's that people realize how bad it is right now or, or if it's just that. It isn't as bad as what for everybody is as what they they make it out to seem. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's really, it's just fuck all right now, pretty much. <laughs> That's all. Uh, <laughs> That's all you gotta add really, to that. For the states, at least, you know, I have some people who I work with who used to be car salesmen, you know, and have a college education, 
and have a good 30 years of experience on me and they're still hurting and they're here working just to make that extra money. Well, see, I saw that before too, working for the government because I worked in several different departments for the government and I've seen it where I was doing the same job as somebody who had university degree and lots of years experience in their field and they were doing the same job as me, which when we first started off was actually on the phones in the tele center for the government, um, answering calls as people are calling in for their different information for their, uh, their benefits or whatever but it's like here i am myself with no post-secondary my post-secondary was a couple of months of university a couple of months of college and that was it i was young and stupid and quit both um but here i am with absolutely no experience except for like the sales experience that i've been doing for years but that doesn't count for shit when you're doing this um but i'm working beside people who have university degrees that are hell some of them still paying back those (laughs) <laughs> those university oh, yeah. degrees and they're getting the same amount of money as me so that's something i've been seeing for a long time um but i think that's more um that's more something that you'll see as time goes on now because it's not the same as before where in the job that you trained for when you were young was a job that you had held for the rest of your life that's just no longer case um something i actually was just talking to my uh, my eldest daughter about a couple of days ago saying because she's looking at different things to take right now in in school and I mean, I'm saying like you can you can be finding something that you really like and that you will want to do, understanding that the odds are it's not going to be something that you're going to do for the rest of your life. It's going to be something that you have for a while. Well, I mean, hell, you're seeing that right now yourself. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I graduated at the prime of the economic crisis uh, looking for an entry-level position. Apparently, the industry is actually doing really well right now, but none of the firms are hiring because they don't want to lose that money on the hirees. Yeah. Well, not just that, but you're not necessarily in the best place either. Like, once you're able yeah. to move can around. Can, it's weird like that. I mean, yes, they're up to date. You know, look, they just passed the gay marriage thing, and they're a little bit uh, they're, I mean, next to New York City, but still, I mean, they're still catching up with the I don't, I don't know how to say it. it's commerce i guess or yeah. the technology because all we have right here we don't have the computer shops you can go to and be like hey i want this custom computer built and they build it like down in houston you have to go to circuit city or you have to go to best buy those are your only two options really yeah still very much a small town feel to it compared to a lot of other places yeah just a very fucking expensive small town yeah <laughs> I actually have never been that way. I've never done the east coast of, of the states. I, I really would like to. There's a lot of places along there that, that I'd like to see. Although I'd stop once I start hearing banjos, that's where I'm stopping. I don't need to go any more south from there. <laughs> but I would like to see a lot of the east coast. It's a fun. It's it's very cool to drive through during the uh, summer or the spring. It's very neat. It's just fucking expensive to live here. And they taxi on everything, and they just try to nickel and dime and we're right outside new york city so it's just that mentality of oh everything has to be expensive i make this much has to go over here the problem is with the economy right now is you got people making hundred thousand eighty-five k a year and they're still suffering you know they can't pay their mortgage or they can't pay heating or gas or phone yeah but i'm gonna argue with you on that because a lot of the 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 problem where you're having with something like that is where you're having um the young professionals that are out that are suddenly that that were fortunate enough to find a job where they were making a lot of money and then they started blowing it really fast taking out mortgages that they really couldn't afford like when we took our mortgage for the house that we're in now they were ready to give us a half a mil for 
a house. And we were laughing, saying, we don't need that much. We don't want that much. But they were willing to give it to us. And because of that, you see a lot of people who are young who will take it. And then eventually when something goes bad, because they never banked on something going wrong, they lose their house. They lose everything. So you see a lot of that. Yeah, but was that their fault or was it the bank's fault? Definitely the their bank, fault. Definitely their the, fault. I'll, the I'll, I'll bank argue. should have said nothing. Okay. Said, okay. No, no, no. See, the the thing is, is that you're expecting banks to have any like morals, and I don't. I I know that the bank is a business, and because of that, I fully expect that they're going to try to screw you, and they're looking out for themselves and looking out for for like they know that when you can't make the payments, they make a house. I I. That's not to say I don't hold it against them. It's wrong. It is wrong. But I expect yeah. it. But the fact is, is that it's the buyer who's responsible for knowing what they can afford and what they cannot afford. See, I come from a mining town up north, and the young miners make a lot of money. And part of that was because of the nickel bonus that they were, they're still receiving now, but rumor is later on they're not going to be receiving because it was a lot of nickel mining there. So you get these guys that are... Like, literally, some of them right out of high school that are suddenly making a lot of money. Now, I'm not saying a little. We're talking well over 100000 that these young guys are making, and they're yeah. blowing it. So, you see lots of people buying snowmobiles, quads, motorcycles, all manner of hunting gear, the camps, the lodges, the boats, the motors, the very big houses, nice cars, trucks. All of the toys, because they never knew what it was not to have money. They went from mom and dad paying for everything to having everything handed to them, having a lot of money. Now, what's happening is that the banks know this. They're giving them very large mortgages because at that time, yes, they can afford it. They, they can't afford this mortgage because they are making that much money. It's not the bank's job to forecast how much money you're going to be making in five years. That's the person's job. So then you have this person that in a few years, when they're going to be in, well, actually not even a few years, next year, they're supposed to be in a strike position where they may have to strike because the company is going to be pulling back on a lot of things, of which potentially is that nickel bonus, which amounts to a lot of money. So you have these guys now that are not going to be able to afford all the toys that they have. So if you're in the market for any of those toys, next year's a good time to be buying because they're going to be selling them off. And then you have a lot of these guys that are going to be losing their houses as well. In my opinion, no, it's not right for the bank to do that. But again, the bank's job isn't to know what's going to be your life in five years. That's your job to plan ahead. And too many kids don't plan ahead. They don't, I just have to look as far as my own kids and try to drill into their heads plan for ahead yes you're paying your your mortgage or your like your rent right now and you have a little bit of extra money but if you lose your job how long are you going to be able to keep that place because you know that bed in the spare room is not going to be yours always and it's just something that they need to be taught and you're seeing a lot of that everywhere right now where young couples have the fully furnished homes with the don't pay for how many years and then they lose everything it's it's sad but that's unfortunately like they're they think they can have everything and then it all disappears from them true but it's partially the bank solved you know if honestly dude if i went to a bank and i mean yes you can't say it's my generation if i went to bank and i said you know i need a fifty thousand dollar loan for a house and they said well we can give you a million i'd be like fuck yeah i can give you that million i'm going on a spending spree 
Well, then, then that's just, your. I'm sorry, but see, I'm going to argue with you on that point and say that's yeah. your stupidity. Then, and you got to admit it is. Like, I mean, anybody. But I mean, they shouldn't even bring it up to regardless. Yes, I know they're a business, but it's it's becoming the point that before you know before the whole economy collapsed and everything, it was more like they were becoming loan sharks. You know, and the loan sharks are going. You know, what the fuck? The banks are pretty much doing our job for us. It's it's. You know, I I don't want to pretend like I've got any love for banks because I don't. And this whole business of bailing them out sickens me because they've been reaping from our reaping profits from our our hard earned money and all the, the, the very little interest they give us and everything else. But they're the ones that are making money off of us in a very, very big way, nickel and diming for every transaction, every little thing. It's I, I really have absolutely no love for banks at all. But that being said, I think that if and 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 um and it's not me trying to point a finger at your generation like you're saying because there's people that are older that are just as stupid. I'm sorry if that sounds cold, but it's true. <laughs> and and it's true because if somebody says and it, it, like your loan shark shark example is a, is a good example. If you're at the track and you're short some money to pay for a ticket or whatever, and you want to put down a large bet, and somebody's there and says, oh, I'll give you the money, but it'll cost you this much interest kind of thing, or your kneecaps, um, and you take it, you're an idiot. It's, <laughs> it's really that simple. So if it's, whether it's this, you know, Vinny with a black suit and tie, or it's um, not to stereotype Italian mobsters, uh, <laughs> or it's a bank, it's the same thing. You're getting somebody who is... Um, that's offering you a lot based on again based on what you have now but just because they're offering it to you doesn't mean you got to take it yeah i know but it's still, <laughs> but you I mean, would still take it <laughs> i would still take it see having <laughs> having <laughs> been that's all right having been in a position where and we when we started off had no money and then it took us a long time to get jobs that paid decent money. Um, we were in crappy apartments for a while and everything else. And then when we bought our house, they would have given us a lot. We didn't take a lot. We bought a very small house when we started off. And we had four kids, but we didn't need fancy. And we stayed in that little house. I mean, I'm talking 850 square feet. And we raised four kids and big old German Shepherd in there. Um, but we stayed in that house until we moved into this one. Like for well over 10 years, we were in that house. And that was fine. It was good enough for us, and we didn't need more. And as we progressed and got better jobs and, and moved up in the government and whatever, we could have bought something better, something bigger, that would have been nice for, for the entire family. But again, it was a, we, we knew that like you, you got to plan ahead and live to your means, not beyond, or what the bank would like you to live to. Yeah, sure. So, but anyways, uh, moving along... From there, the, I, <laughs> a little, a little conversation there. I didn't think we were going to have, but that was fun. Um, actually, yeah. I was telling you that I had a little rant that I had to get off my chest, too. And this ties back to, hell, when was that? I think that might have been the second episode where I mentioned that I bought, and again, speaking of having a little extra disposable money, see, it does tie in there. There's a segue um, about the ukulele I said I'd purchased a while back. Um, so anyways... Just to backtrack for anybody who didn't hear that episode, and it was, it was only a blurb during it, but I'd been talking about how I'd been working some overtime in my job, and that overtime had allowed me to accumulate some money that I then put towards different things that I wanted to, to buy, and one of them was 
a really nice ukulele because I play ukulele. I play guitar as well. The guitar I have as well, I have two of them. They're both very nice. One is quite a nice guitar, and it was purchased again with money that I made um, <laughs> over time and things like that. So, because normally I wouldn't spend that much on an instrument, but because it is overtime money, I look at it a little bit different that it's I'm working hard outside of my regular hours so that I can get something nice. Um, and I look at instruments a lot differently than I do um, gaming systems and whatever because a really good instrument is actually something that will last your lifetime, literally. It's something that your children will have once you've passed on. Uh, a good instrument, not a piece of junk. I'm just talking something like really good. Anyways, oh, yeah. so I decided no, I that... Yeah, so... Because, um, uh, real quick, sorry to chime in. Um, <clears throat> my mom actually wanted a violin to uh, start learning how to do it. My dad actually went out and bought her an antique violin nice. and got it appraised and everything. So he knew it would actually go up in value as she kept playing on it and kept it for lower on. Yeah, and the thing with um, a stringed instrument like that, too, is that when it is solid wood... Um, the more you play it because of the resonations, um, the better it will sound over time. So it's not like a um, different instruments, like a brass instrument or whatever, that will always sound the same. Um, a, a string instrument in particular that's made of solid wood, and even depending on what type of wood, will sound better over time. So it's it's something that I... I Again, uh, when I when I bought the ukulele, I'd been debating whether I'd buy myself a new laptop because the laptop that I have is certainly showing its age, um, or if I'd buy this because I, I had a, a ukulele already, um, and it was a, it was a decent one, but it wasn't it wasn't phenomenal. Um, and so anyway, so I decided to to pick that up because I was playing a lot to the point where I was actually playing it more than I was my guitar. For anybody you got who thinks, costume too, right? No, but I can I can swing my hips really good, um, but you'll never see that. Anyways, for for people who are are uh, are ignorant in terms of what a ukulele can do, and I'm not pointing fingers at you, Sean. Um, I would actually I suggest, yeah, yeah. I would actually suggest you head over to YouTube and do a search for um, "While My Guitar Gently Weeps" space ukulele, um, and you're going to see a guy by the name of Jake Shimabukuro play it. Now he's not the only really good ukulele player. There, there's, there are many, but he is by far the most amazing. The thing is, is that it is still a stringed instrument. You have less frets, you have less strings, but you can still do amazing things with the instrument um like i'm not just talking strumming you can finger pick it as well as you can a mandolin or a guitar or anything else it is incredible what you can do with the instrument and you can play anything on it it has a very distinct sound depending on what type you get as well um whether it's the smaller one the concert ones or you get something that's a little bit bigger like a tenor or, or whatever they have different sounds or whatever um but it is something that sounds can sound absolutely amazing and again you have to listen to this man play to appreciate what the instrument can do because even i when in and i started playing because my eldest son wanted to take up an instrument and this is ironically after he'd stopped playing wow too he needed something to occupy his time <laughs> and uh because so much of his time had been sunk in that game and he wanted to take up an instrument because he he is uh, very um, we're we do have music on most of the time almost all the time in the house um i play guitars uh, my wife will play piano sporadically. Um, we have different things going on in the house. Um, so, so anyway, so he'd wanted to take something up, and he had thought about ukulele, and I'd laughed because, again, what crosses your mind is that you know, 
Hawaiian hula dancer kind of thing. Um, yeah. And, but then I started doing some research on different sheet music, and because I, I told him, I said, okay, well, I'll pick one up too, and I'll help teach you because I've been playing stringed instrument. I've been playing guitar since I was six. So anyway, so um, once I started checking out, and and it was that. While my guitar gently weeps video was the first one that I saw, which just blew me away. It was all of a sudden I realized, okay, that's what this instrument can do. Um, for those of you listening, I'm actually going to try to put a clip of the song in the halftime so that you can get a gist of what I'm trying to, to explain here. Anyways, all that being said, so I purchased a really nice ukulele and I purchased it from someone in Hawaii. Now, this was not the manufacturer. This is just a distributor. Excuse me. So, it gets sent to me, and it is very nice, although it was late getting to me. And when I got it, there was, um, because it has a jack to plug it into an amp, there was a, um, a loose locking washer inside. So, I'm thinking, oh, great, the jack is going to come loose now. And when I contacted the, uh, the distributor, he said, no, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. So, I said, all right. On top of that, it didn't have the strings on that I wanted because the strings on any stringed instrument make a big difference. The, the quality of the strings make a big difference. If you've never played a string, stringed instrument, you, you probably don't get what I'm saying, but it actually makes a huge difference. And on something that small, it makes an even bigger difference, I notice, than on my uh, my guitar. So anyways, so I had to restring myself, which is not a big deal. But once I'd re... And I, I mean, I've restrung guitars and ukuleles now too a lot over the years um so it's not like i don't know what i'm doing so i restrung it anyways and there was on one of the strings a buzz very noticeably but the reason for that was because the the strings that were on there originally had a different thickness to them than the ones that i put on which then created this buzz but when i bought them i made it very clear that that's what i wanted but they still sold it to me anyway, saying, yeah, it'll be fine. So here I've got this problem now, and I contact the distributor, and he's saying, no, that's it's not my problem. Contact the company for all intents and purposes. Um, he was not helpful at all. He, he was only helpful once I started posting on some different ukulele sites, um, explaining the entire process and my... Um, dissatisfaction with the product because some of the different sites are actually very helpful because you have you always have people saying i have x amount of hundred dollars i'm looking for a good instrument what should i invest in kind of thing and this cost me over a thousand dollars it was not a cheap i had to work a lot of overtime for this um oh yeah it was enough yeah like it all told it came out to about 1200 um when you're paying that much for an instrument or you're looking and i did my research on different sites as well um you have a lot of people who've got experience who've played a lot of instruments or whatever that can give you some insight into what you should be looking at so it's good to have the pros and the cons and it's not like i went on there just bitching and ranting it was okay this is what happened take from it what you will but this is what happened and this is what i'm looking at um at that point then i started getting emails saying we can fix this don't worry um so i i'm putting in contact with the the actual company their name is canalea and they're saying yeah we can take care of this we'll fix it for you not a problem not just to to to, to lay the groundwork this was in april of last year beginning of april that i bought it so I say, okay, fine. So I contact them. They say, yeah, we'll fix it. Don't worry. It won't cost you anything. Ship it to us. We'll take care of everything. We'll send it back to you. All right, fine. I ship it back to them, and they held on to it for well over three months. And they said it would only take a couple of weeks. Bring it in, 10-day turnaround time. We'll send it right back. 
well over three months. Um, when I got it back, and I was worried. <laughs> I got it back. <laughs> Sure enough, there's a buzz on the same string. It's not as bad, but it's still there. Um, on top of that, inside of two days, the jack came loose. Now, the problem with the jack is, if it were only a matter of, you know, you tighten it up when it comes loose, uh, that's not a huge deal. The problem is, is that this is a solid wood instrument, and it's made out of um, koa wood, which is indigenous to Hawaii, and that's what creates a, a much richer sound in ukuleles that different types of wood have a huge make a huge difference in terms of again stringed instruments because it's how the the sound vibrates through the wood so you got a solid wood instrument and you keep having to tighten something you're risking cracking it i don't i'm not going to crack this instrument i paid enough for it i do not want to crack in it um it's not the same as you know getting a little nick in it or whatever from playing that's different i don't i don't baby my instruments but once you start cracking it like that that's just not good at all at all at all so I contact them back again, and I say, listen, look at how much money I paid for this. And again, this is not I'm not ranting at them and bitching. I'm just very clearly staying. And I wasn't expecting a, a reply either. I said, listen, I, I paid, like, all told, about $1,200 for this instrument. This is the service I've gotten. I sent it back, and I had to harp on you to get it back um, inside of those three months, because otherwise it would have taken even longer. Um, and I get it back, and it's still doing the same thing. And I explained everything, and I said, you know what? I don't expect an answer, because I've always obviously been written off by both of you, uh, the distributor and the manufacturer. I'm very disappointed, just so you know. Um, but that's where we're at. I was surprised when they came back to me, and they said, you know what? You're right. This should not be happening, regardless of how much you spent. Um, we're going to, we have options. We can either fix that one again, send it back, and we'll fix it, which to me is a uh, farce. Um, we can give you one of the ones that we currently have that's already been made, or we can make one to your specs. So at this point, I'm thinking, okay, this is much better customer service here, considering the the hassle that I've been through. So we we haggled out the not really haggled, but we back and forth with emails, and they were building me one from from scratch to the specs that I wanted, including the strings that I wanted, because it did not say anywhere on their site. The distributor didn't tell me at any point that I couldn't put the strings on that I wanted, um, which are much better strings, and they produce a much richer tone in the, the ukulele. Anyways, um, they were doing all this. So I said, okay, well, all right. I said, you know what, though? I'm, not that I don't trust you guys, but I'm not sending mine back until I get this one. Not a problem. And they said that um, they were going to pay to ship that one, but they said it'd be nice if you met us partway and you paid to ship the other one back. At this point, they were being very, very nice about it. And I said, okay, you know what? Fine. I'll meet you that far and I'll do that. Now, that was in July. <laughs> okay. Um, and we ironed it out. I believe by August, we had ironed out all of the details and they were, they had said that they had started building it. It would take six weeks to build from scratch and then they'd ship it to me. We are at 16 weeks now, and I still haven't received it. So it's four months later, <laughs> and it's still not done. A month and a half, four months. And it's actually four months plus half a week now we're at. Um, I contacted them, 
And I said, listen, if there's a problem, and I'm the one that contacted them twice during this affair. One to say, um, I still haven't heard anything. I'm not bitching or harping about timeframes, but I haven't heard anything from you. Is this going to be done soon? What's going on? Or has it been sent, shipped, and I just wasn't notified? And they came back with saying, well, we lost a couple of staff. They weren't working out, blah, 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 excuses. We're working on it, though. I said, okay, fine. At that point, they said another couple of weeks. Five weeks later, I thought, I'm going to give them a call. I'm going to email again because that couple of weeks has now turned into five. Um, And I got told, yeah, we're working on it. The different parts are are built, but it's not assembled yet. This and that. And at that point, (laughs) I just lost it. And I wasn't belligerent in my email, but I explained, listen, this process that was supposed to take six weeks is well over 16 weeks now. On top of that, it's not even done yet. It's not even shipped yet. And the scary part is, is that we are literally only months a few months from the one-year date from when I purchased this. Like nearly a year, and this is still not resolved. And I said, you know what? I, I don't care anymore. I've, I've had it. I'm not, I, I don't trust you guys. You've been, for all intents and purposes, either have given up on me or are blatantly lying, giving me empty promises of what's going to happen, and none of it ever does. Don't expect to hear any more from me. I give up. I said, that's it. If or when it ever shows up, I'll resume caring until then. I, I don't give a rat's ass anymore. Although I didn't say the rat's ass part. <laughs> but it was implied. And uh, I you immediately got it. don't see it ever again. <laughs> I don't, yeah. So I, uh, I got emails from them. At that point, I got two emails saying, we're working on it, blah, blah, blah. And then the next email said, all the parts have been assembled. It's been sent off to finishing. And it's very to the point, though. No longer... You know, the the little pretending like they care anymore. I think it finally oh, yeah. hit home how much it was like, listen, it's going to be literally in three months is going to be a year since this started. And the thing is, is I don't even have it in my hands yet. And I don't expect it. Even if they are doing the finishing work and all that, and then they have to ship it and all that, I still don't expect it until the new year. It's 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 just been such a clusterfuck. And I, I basically it had it. And so that's that's where that's at. And I like I said, I'd just been talking about that on the site not that long ago saying like, I'm hoping it's going to get better, but it's been it's been dragging on forever. And the sad part is, is that I haven't been playing for months because every time I pick it up, I'm hearing that twang, that buzzing from the string. And it's just depressing as all hell to think about, like, you know, I blew all that money on something that is supposed to be this beautiful instrument that I can, you know, have for not many, play. many years in Ninja and not play it now. <laughs> Ironically, my eldest son, who plays as well, the one who started all this, um, had come over when I'd first gotten it and uh, and it was buzzing before it sent it back. And his thing was, he'd said, you know, it still is a beautiful instrument, even with the buzz. <laughs> and it yeah. is. It's it's gorgeous. It plays so nice. And it's just frustrating as all hell. Now, that being said, after all this, when I sent them the last email saying, that's it, I give up, I actually picked it up and I started playing. I figured, you know what, I'm not going to stop playing it now at this point just because of this, because I may never see the other one anyway. So I figure, what the hell, I may as well start. And it was nice playing again. Um, and I'd actually picked up the, uh, I know you're going to laugh, but I paid two bucks for the uh, an app for the iPhone, which was um, ukulele chords, <laughs> which is very 
handy when you play music. I already have one for guitar chords, and it's nice just being able to quickly because the chords are very, very different than uh, than a guitar because of the fact that you've got four strings and they're tuned differently. Um, and so it's nice being able to just hit the hit the button, find out how to do a certain chord when you're trying to transcribe different music from guitar chords or whatever. So and I was full kicks in. Well, nah, it was nice. I I hadn't played for a long time. Actually, it was funny because I was uh, the other night. Hell, I played it for well over an hour. My son was playing um, Little Big Planet, making a level, and he had the music, that theme music, playing in the background, and I was oh. mapping out the uh, the melody to it on the ukulele, and I was having a blast. And so it was nice to play again. And uh, and again, I was using the little iPhone app too. And and again, which is going to segue into the next section here. Um, I've just been having a blast with the apps. They're coming up with stuff now that is that's just fantastic. And you're seeing a lot more. You're seeing a lot more crap, but you're also seeing actually a lot of really good apps right now that are coming out. Um, one of the things that I picked up was uh, I picked up App Sniper, which I was talking to you about a couple of times, actually. Um, it's, it's a really good app that will show you all of the apps that are on sale. Uh, and, and it refreshes all the time. And then it'll give you all of the apps that are new. Uh, ironically, it was on sale when it came out for ninety nine cents, and I missed the sale. I bought it at its regular prices of a buck ninety nine. But it's a fantastic app, and I rarely ever go just to the app store anymore using the app. I use App Sniper all all the time. Um, a lot of the new apps that come out, you actually don't see them through the um, the app store. So you have to, when you have this, it'll show you like, and I'll refresh every couple of hours and there'll be new apps that have just, just come out. Uh, and so it's great. Like, I mean, if I miss, if I don't check for an entire day, the next day I'll check, there's literally well over hundred sometimes. And you just scroll through, click on it and you can either click the buy, which will lead you right to the app store. So you get the full write up or there'll be a write up on it. There's, there's no screenshots, which is a little disappointing, but it gives you, it gives you its uh, star rating and then it gives you a write up, the write up on it. Um, but I'm using that thing all the time. And of course, because of that, I'm picking up apps left, right, <laughs> center all the time. Um, I'm not paying for all of them though. Like there's a couple that I bought that were, um, that cost a couple of bucks. Um, but the, the majority of them were just the free ones that I wouldn't have found either kind of thing. And you're often seeing them where it's a, you know, today only get it for free and it's regular two bucks or, or whatever kind of thing. And so I'm catching it now where I never would have before. So I'm catching it and I'm picking oh, yeah. up all these apps and it's paid you're off for itself already. that many apps trying to find out which one is free for that day, which not, not, it can't be done. Yeah. So I, like I said, I'm on it all the time and it's already paid for itself because one of the apps that I'd, I'd really wanted that we talked about before was the, uh, the Bajive IM client which is essentially oh, yeah. like uh palringo but having used both now because I, I picked it up it was on sale five bucks off so it was one of those deals like you know what i've, I've wanted it for a long time and from it's got like well over 100 reviews or, or um, votes on it or even reviews i believe saying how fantastic it is and that it's worth the money because to buy it is actually 16 bucks 15.99 um, but i got it five bucks off and and it is very good it's an expensive app but it is very good it has replaced palringo for me um, being able to type out um, landscape instead of portrait to me is a huge selling feature excuse me and then the um 
the it hangs on to your chat conversations and your uh, will leave you essentially logged in for a lot longer so i can start it up in the morning and just check periodically during the day and get any and all messages that come through whereas with pal ringo i was i i found that after 20 minutes or so everything's gone um and sometimes it was even flaky where it would be i the the app would crash and then when i'd go back in there was no there were i'd lost all the messages whereas with this bejive they're all there so i i am glad i picked it up um although again i i still don't think i would pay full price for it but at a third off it was kind of hard to say no to it and i am glad i picked it up so, oh yeah, I mean, I still use Paldringo, but again, you know me, I'm not a big person that uses IM on the iPhone. iPhone is mainly my RS, our RSS reader, and that's about it. I mean, I browse the web every now and then. It's mainly to get feeds and listen to my podcasts. See, I do so much on this machine because I take it with me to work, and during breaks or lunch or whatever, I am... I'm on this thing. I'm doing all manner of things. And then I'll also use it like, you know, if somebody's on the computer or whatever, or if we're watching a show or, you know, the wife's watching something that I'm really not that interested in, I'll be screwing around and checking different apps or fooling around with the games on here or whatever. I do use it a lot. Um, so to me, I, I really, I really love all the different, um, the different apps that are out. And then there's, I, I, I really, I like the, the camera's not phenomenal on it, but I really enjoy all of the different camera apps that are on there. And likewise, all of the different, the different, um, audio apps that you can get, but we'll get into that in a minute. One of the other apps that I, just to run you through a list of some of the new ones that I picked up, I, uh, I, I did pick up classics, which is the, uh, the book reader for the uh, different older books. Oh, yeah. Um, it's kind of like Stanza, except it has a much better interface. Um, it, it was on sale again. It was $0.99. Cents. Um, and I do like it. I'm enjoying it a lot. I, I like the, um, the interface a lot more than Stanza. It's not as, as cold as uh, as stanza was um very nice bookmarking feature and different things so i, I really like that one a lot um i picked up uh, v lingo which is um, a nice voice recognition to be able to do different things um, that one is actually free um, it's nice because you can do different um like once you have it set up you can do any number of things right from like you know you you, you press a button and to, to talk and then you say call so and so and it will do it or or any number of functions that the iphone can do it can be programmed to do that all from and it, and it handles a voice very well too which is is nice and we saw that with the google app that got updated too with uh, with voice it, it can handle voice recognition this machine very very well so they did a good job with that one any and screw picked, ups or i mean so like far no. mistakes every now and then so far none so far now wow. that being said i'm That's not using exclusively so but I'll, i will say you know call so and so and it will um it'll bring it up and then ready to call um and different things too that i'll, I'll do through it and it it picks it up it very very well and for a free app i mean hell you just to fool around with it and see whether or not you like it it's well worth it um yeah. i've gotten used to i've got how many one two three four five six seven eight I see. I've got eight pages of apps here. 
I've got a lot, <laughs> but I've gotten used to navigating through this so well now because of that. Now, not every page is full. I might try to keep it organized, which is such a pain in the ass to organize all yes, the pages on. Yes, God damn, they have to do something where <laughs> they do something within iTunes, where within iTunes, you can select pages and then rearrange the icons on the individual pages within iTunes so that when you sync, it does all that for you. Because there's no reason not to do it that way. They, they have the technology. It's not rocket science. Um, but to have yeah. to do it manually, oh, God, shoot my, I'll shoot myself in the foot. It'll be more fun, really. So anyways. Have you had it where you drag the little uh, icon to move it to the next page and the next page won't turn yet? You're just like hitting the side of the phone. Uh, dude, I like I said, I've got eight, eight or nine. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, eight pages. And today, too, I was trying to, although it was a two-day process, I'd started the other day and gave up out of frustration. And then today I thought, screw that. I'm going to finally fix the, these all. And it was literally just an exercise in frustration to move, especially when you've got something on the first page that you have to move to page eight. Oh, good God. And What's worse is that I use this a lot for if I'm viewing web pages and there's something that interests me that I know I'll want to read later, I don't bookmark it. I'll add it to the home screen, the icon, because then I'm more apt to see it. And then I just click on it and boom, I'll read it and then delete the app afterwards. Try moving those over eight pages. Oh, man. So, yeah, I also picked up an um, item shelf, which is like a, a database. You can have a variety of different databases of things that you own. And it says that it can scan the barcodes. And I say it says that it can scan the barcodes because it hasn't recognized a single one yet. It, it, the app says it needs a macro lens for the iPhone. Do you know what Where that is? Where the hell is? do you pick that up? What the hell is that? What is that, a magnifying yeah. glass that you hold in front of the <laughs> iPhone when you're taking pictures. Here, let me go to NASA and go grab one. Oh my God! Because honestly, I don't know what that is. I haven't seen that, and uh, and so yeah. So I and I've been trying barcodes on a whole bunch of different things to see whether or not I will pick it up, and it has not picked up a single one yet. So, but see, I would like a nice database program um, because I would like to 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 enter in lists of like all my DVDs, my movies, and my Blu-rays, simply because it has happened several times now where the wife will come home with the DVD and say, oh, look what I picked up, and I'll have to say, we already own it. And it's not just her. I've done the same thing where I'm at the store looking at something, I'm thinking, do we actually have this or not? And I can't remember because some of them I've picked up like literally years ago. Um, so sometimes you forget. Especially as you get older, you forget. <laughs> but we have like over 200 movies. So again, it'd be nice to keep track of them as well. And I, I, I've loaned some out to people too and they're gone bye bye don't know where the fuck they are because they ain't back in my library but i know that i used to own them so it'd be nice but there's nothing really out there that i can use for that if there is and anybody can think of it please email and let me know because i haven't seen anything yet um moving on to the camera apps like i was saying i'm using a lot of different apps now not to go through all of them but the new ones i'd mentioned camera bag before on the uh, the show that one's 2.99 and i use that one like crazy all the time i love it I, it has the different effects that it does to pictures and i find more often than not whatever effect it does to a picture enhances the picture largely although ironically a lot of the effects are to 
in a, in a sense, degrade the picture or change it so that it looks like an older style picture, whether from the 60s or 70s or whatever. Um, but it adds a lot more style to the pictures. So I, I, it's still one of my favorites. I use it all the time on most pictures that I use. Um, I picked up Steadicam, which is, they're, they're free for a limited time bullshit. Who knows if they ever will charge or not. Um, it's, it's comparable to um, Night Camera, which costs a buck. And I'd wanted to pick up Night Camera um, because, again, this is not a very good camera. There's no, um, there's no flash. So nighttime pictures are more often than not fuzzy and they look like shit um i'd wanted to pick up a night camera but then there were no reviews on it initially and then once there were reviews some of them were really not that favorable although if you look at it now it's rated number one as the free apps or sorry as the uh, the paid apps i believe it's rated number one right now so it's getting a lot of people are downloading it but again the um the the rating on it is still not yeah see the rating is three stars and it's number one top paid with 109 reviews and only three stars. To me, that's not a, a you know selling endorsement right there. Um, oh, but yeah. this one was free, and it's supposed to do the same thing. Um, there's things about it that I'm not crazy about. The uh, I don't like the the button alignment. It does take a little bit of time to save. Um, if you bounce out too quickly, it does not save the picture. Um, but that all being said, the pictures are good. Like it, it does take, um, because it finds the best time where you're not moving because it senses the movements in the phone, um, and then snaps a shot at that point. So you do get a lot less blur in shots that don't have as much light and it's free. So that one is actually a really good one. And then I picked up, um, image touch, but I picked up the light version that was free. The regular version is uh, three bucks. And again, I just wanted to fool around with it. And it's something that I think, you know, Someone who is younger, who likes making montages of pictures kind of things, may like a little <laughs> bit more. But, you know, putting little hearts and stars besides pictures is not quite as exciting as you would think. And the interface, I thought that it still would have more options. Granted, it was a light version and the real one has more. Um, but I didn't find it had quite enough options. And I found that the interface was clunky to use. And I found that if you had, like, any pictures towards the top and you try to put something up there, it's very easy for your finger to brush up against the back button, and then everything that you did is gone. It doesn't save on the fly. So there was a lot of things that kind of ticked me off about that one. Um, and then for audio apps, I picked up, and this was more of an expense. See, I, for audio apps, because I use this to do my mobile podcast, um, which I'm actually, I haven't done any for a couple of weeks, and I, I've been wanting to do one. Um, I use iTalk. Now, the iTalk is free, although if you want the premium one, it costs $4.99, but really the premium one just takes out the ads, which is a joke because really the ads are a little, little bar at the bottom. And I've actually clicked the ads a couple of times because they showed apps that I was interested in. Um, It's really not intrusive in the least. It doesn't slow anything down. It's not annoying at all. So I don't know why anybody would feel the need to pay five bucks to get rid of it. But anyways, it reminds me a lot of uh, like a Twitterific that has the periodic ads that really don't interfere with nothing. There's there's no reason yeah, like to get the day. Yeah, it's nothing. So, anyways, um, so I used iTalk 
um, over um, recorder because I've got recorder as well, which I actually had paid for. I mean, it's 99 cents. So I bought it um, when I'd first gotten the iPhone so that I could record stuff. But I, I actually don't like the sound quality of recorder, even though they added a higher bitrate recording option. I still don't like it compared to iTalk. That being said, I decided to pick up 4-Track. Now, 4-Track is pricier. It is $9.99, but it is so goddamn cool. <laughs> it's basically you have a 4-Track recorder in your hand that you can take with you anywhere. Um, you've got 4-Tracks that you can record onto. You can listen to up to three while recording another one so that you can keep beat with it. You can fade in and out. You can zip to any part of the song to start recording at that point. And then you can Wi-Fi export it to your machine from there. It's freaking nice. <laughs> I mean, if you're a musician and you just want to record something on the fly and just fool around, it's it's amazing. Because, again, it's on your iPhone, so it's in your pocket. You've got a four-track just to record stuff on your your iphone if you were a beatboxer this is your heaven this is oh my god you could have so much fun with this thing because you can overlay different beatbox and things like i was sitting on my desk at the office after i picked it up and i'm not a beatboxer i'm not pretending to be but i'm sitting there and i wanted to test out how good it sounded as well because if it records at a better frequency and everything and bitrate than than even the the iTalk, i'll use that for my mobile podcast from now on and i was thinking i could potentially overlay different sounds as well um that being said you don't have the option yet to import say from songs or whatever but there's talk that they may be adding that to it that in and of itself was enough to sell me on it too because then i could be working on different things during breaks at the office that i could actually use in the podcast um but i'm fooling around different little beatbox things just with different rhythms and then overlaying them and again i got no fucking skill i mean i can keep a beat but i'm certainly not a beatboxer and i'm listening to it after saying holy crap this sounds great listen <laughs> so it's really a, a a nice app for uh for recording like without a doubt it's pricey but if you've got the iPhone and you do any kind of anything, whether you're like musician or, or whatever, or in my case, recording for this thing, um, I, I think it's fantastic. Um, and then I picked up a couple of games as well. I, I finally picked up Field Runners. Um, I had to. I just, How is that? <laughs> oh, my God. It's so much fun. It's just fantastic. <laughs> it's $4.99. Um, so I didn't have coffee for a couple of days in the office where I normally go for a coffee. I didn't go for coffee, and that was my money for field runners. Um, there's only two levels. They're talking about making some new ones, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, they're very different levels, though, in how they play out, so it's all right. So I haven't. I actually I finished the first level, but I finished it on easy. I haven't gone back to do it on the, the other two levels. Um, but I still haven't been able to finish off the goddamn second level. I'm having a bitch of a time with it, which is good. I want it to last a while so that I'm going to get my money's worth out of it. The graphics are amazing. I mean, it's simple, but it's well done. Um, if you actually go to the Facebook Buddha's Bar, um, you will see one of the screenshots there where I hit the 100 level on the easy mode on the first level. Um, and it is, it looks very good. The splash screen is phenomenal for it. Like, I mean, it looks good. It sounds good. The, there's not a lot of sound, but it's very good. And um, if you turn the sound off, you can actually keep listening to your music and, and play. Um, 
gameplay is very easy there's there's not a lot of different towers that you can use there's only four but it's enough again for you to be using different tactics to do different things and to set up your towers um definitely definitely worth the uh, the five bucks for it the only thing that i found was that and it, i'm sure it's going to be different in the other the harder modes again i only did the easy mode um but anyways the the one thing i found was that it's a little slow at times when you're waiting for them to come out and especially if it's a slow marching force that's coming towards you it takes a while so some of the levels unfortunately i found were slow it just is like especially in the second um, map there's a blimp at one point that comes like an armored blimp kind of thing that comes towards you well as expected it's not speeding along <laughs> it's not moving fast and you're like but it's tough so it takes forever to kill and you're going like oh my i got time to go for a piss here it's literally and nice. come back and then it's still will be going i find that it's a really good game the, the, the first few levels you're paying attention the next levels after a little while you can be doing something else at the same time you can be whether you're surfing or whatever and then add your towers and then do a little whatever else um which is a little unfortunate but again these are the easy levels that i'm on i'm sure it's going to pick up um in the harder levels and but i'm just trying to get my head wrapped around that second map <laughs> on easy right now though, right? for five bucks for sure and if they start yeah. which they've said if they start importing in more maps for you to play because i mean it's all set up for you like all the towers they just have to create the maps and then create the guys that are running through kind of thing the the the, the game engine is is done it's all set up um so they can easily be pumping those out um i mean even if they did microtransaction kind of thing for that i mean if you're paying a little bit per map i definitely would i definitely would um but they're not even talking about that they're just talking about releasing more maps for it for free and then you just upgrade the app so yeah for five bucks definitely worth it i'm I'm really happy i picked it up yeah for sure i also picked up spin um which had some interesting reviews from a whole bunch of different people including including the penny arcade guys um it was on sale for 99 cents and it's a it's an odd game it's very cool graphically although somewhat young um you'd think it's a game made for young people and and young people would actually play it but it is still kind of captivating in that like an object appears and there's a shadow of it in the back and then you got to spin it around until it matches the shadow in the background so some of them you don't get because you only get so many so much time so you'll be spinning around this fucking tricycle or, or, or whatever draft to try to get it to look like the, the, the shadow. Once you get the hang of it and kind of realize how the flipping works and it's not as bad. Um, I played it for a little while. I, I uh, Although I haven't played it for a few days. Um, it's it's a cute game. Definitely it's not you're not expecting it to, to look hardcore. It looks very cutesy without a doubt. Um, but it is still kind of fun. But only in that like... You're waiting for the bus, and you're not going to let anybody see what you're playing, kind of, <laughs> for a couple of minutes. Um, but it's not bad. And again, it was a buck. Uh, I picked up the um, light version of Samurai Puzzle Battle as well because it's a puzzle game, and it's the same kind of style as Bejeweled and, and Puzzle Quest. I picked up the light one because the 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 full one is three ninety nine. But again, I didn't know whether I wanted to hunker down four bucks when i know for a fact that puzzle quest is coming out soon and i'm i'm definitely getting it because i it has endless replayability and i like the style of puzzle quest very very much and how they they merged 
the puzzle quest like the the um, the puzzle gaming with the uh, the rpg so this one here i picked it up and i am disappointed like it's uh, some some game developers think that you need to cram more on the screen to make it look good you know and so there's like a lot a lot of detail on each of the individual different things like they don't use color well they use colors but they don't use like say a, a, a ball to represent color they use like a face so you have these demon faces kind of thing and it's just too much on such a small screen and it takes away from it i also don't like the way that they set it up that you can't just press hold and drag to to swap out the the gems kind of thing um you have to click it and then click the one beside it which is a pain in the ass. Um, I really didn't like weird. the end. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. I, I did. Like, I played Puzzle Quest on um, the DS, where you could just click, drag, click, drag. And um, the same thing is with the um, the Xbox 360 version. You just click it and then move the, uh, the joystick over uh, the D-pad. Oh. So I really, really don't like it. I don't like the... The style of it is too much going on on the screen. I don't like the, the 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 way that it's done. I don't like the gameplay either at all. Um, and I didn't even I don't know how much they integrated into it to be more like a, an RPG as well. I don't know how much they did, and I'm honestly I'm not interested at all. So that was uh, that was the other one I picked up. And um, but again, I, I took it off of it almost immediately. I played it for I gave it a chance. I, I played it several times, and each time I was disappointed. So it was like no. Sorry, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not doing this. So, <laughs> we're going to take a break for a couple of minutes. We are running short on time here, but there were a couple of things that we were going to cover after the break. Um, so, give us a few, and we'll be right back. Bye bye.
are back. Um, Show's running a little long, so we're not actually going to cover everything that I wanted to after the break. That being said, um, there were a couple of things that I really did want to talk about anyways, one of which being the, um, excuse me, Jesus, should we start again? Because that was a good belcher. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to keep going. Um, One of which was a news article that got put out by Torrent Freak, talking about the top 10 torrented games of 2008. So it's obviously no surprise. You can probably... Have you actually seen the article yet, Sean? No, I have not. Okay. Take a wild stab at what you think is the number one for 2008. For 2008? Number one yeah. pirated game? Uh, I mean, that's a toss-up. You got a lot of good games coming out in that fall. Three? Nope. Okay, I'll tell you, right. just so we save some time. Right. Spore. Spore oh, was downloaded. Yeah, that's no surprise. I just yeah. said that. Exactly. Well, especially considering we talked about it before, too. No, inside of 10 days of its release, it had been downloaded, pirated, over half a million times. And to date, it's been downloaded 1.7 million times. So it is far and ahead of number two, which happens to be Sims 2, which is at 1,150,000. Uh, number Take three, that we DRM. got. Yeah. Well, see, that's what they were saying, too. Like, it's no surprise that it was downloaded that much. Granted, yes, there was like how many years of hype for that? 10 years of hype for it? Yeah. Um, but still, it is because they were saying, too, the DRM did not help, and people just said, screw you, and just downloaded it. Um, so, yeah, so it is far ahead. Um, so, number two, Sims 2, um, which is no surprise. You know I mean, why Sims, that is, though, right? The Sims 2? Why? Why? Because they have, like, 9 million fucking add-ons for that thing, and I don't feel like spending $120 just to buy one game. (laughs) Well, it's not just that, but, I mean, The Sims' um, user base is really high. Like, I mean, The Sims leads the the, for top sales as well. The Sims, for a while, they were number one. I don't know if they are still number one, but The Sims franchise has made ass loads of money um so it's no surprise that this is number two really because there are a lot of people now i i never played i haven't played sims 2 uh and i haven't played the original sims since the first one before they even came out with the add-ons um but that being said played the shit out of it and like i mean months and months of playing it and loving it so those people that are very loyal to one type of game are going to stick with it for a long time and then you've got this huge fan base behind it so to me it's not surprising at all uh more surprising was like again number three you've got assassin's creed at uh one million seventy thousand to me that's pretty surprising i like there's a lot of other games that i would would have thought would have been downloaded more than that um four you've got crisis at uh, nine hundred and forty thousand that i can see that i I would have thought would have been higher even because of the hype behind it but that being said because of the minimum requirements that you need for your system i'm thinking a lot of people just didn't get it because they didn't uh, they didn't think it would work on their systems so uh five you got command and conquer three at eight hundred and sixty thousand. Six call of duty four no surprise there um eight hundred and thirty thousand. Seven is grand theft auto san andreas at uh, 740,000. I don't know why San Andreas. I don't know if it's just that people wanted to play no, the one. I know why for that one. I know why. Because they have that new add-on. Oh, it's not new. It's been out for fairly a decent amount of time. There's an add-on for it. It's called uh, San Andreas Online. It's multiplayer. And 
it's pretty much like uh, Call of Duty. You go in, you have a certain map, a certain area. There's RP ones, there's cops and robbers. So most people, and I know quite a few people actually, we torrented it and played it online. So that might be why it's actually made that list. That would make that it why. Yeah. See, I had it for, well, I have it for the PS2. I don't have it for the computer. So I wouldn't have even, that wouldn't have been on my radar. <laughs> So, um, number eight is your Fallout 3 at 645,000. Um, yeah, that's a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I would have thought it would have downloaded more than that because, I mean, that was really hyped a lot. Um, but apparently, it's a huge file, too. Like, I mean, you're talking about quite a bit of, of, uh, of, of, uh, of a down, quite a bit, big download there. So, maybe that's what held some people back. I don't know. Um, nine, you got Far Cry 2 at the 585,000. And 10, I mean, what the, they were scraping the bottom of the barrel here. 10 is Pro Evolution Soccer 09 at 470,000. Uh, soccer. Well, okay. Well, whatever. Um, so, soccer yeah. So, players really like their games. <laughs> well, they don't like to pay for them. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, anyways, yeah. So, I thought that was an interesting list. Of course, I, I'm not surprised at all that Spore was at the top. A couple of other ones that I was a little surprised at, but uh, definitely not surprised at the Spore, which is, again, just reinforced the, the whole, you know, DRM was useless. It it, it 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 was supposed to make it so that nobody would download it, and it made it the number one downloaded game. So way to go, oh, boys! Yeah. So other than that, we're gonna skip ahead just to the um, the movies of the week. The only one, of course, worth mentioning is the Dark Knight that is coming out tomorrow. Although by the time you hear the podcast on Wednesday, it'll be came out yesterday. Um, I'm actually gonna be picking up the Blu-ray of it. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be picking up the, the Blu-ray of the first one and the Blu-ray of Dark Knight. Um, I got one of the buddies that I work with at the office is actually going to do the uh, order online because the Future Shop is having an exclusive tin box for it for from the same the price from the future. Uh, okay, let's go. I'll, I'll make a little macro sound clip for you next time um so <laughs> no seriously i will i'll have to remember uh, <laughs> and uh and anyways so if you order online and do an in-store pickup you can get the the tin box of it which is uh just kind of cool so anyways i'm going to pick it up and we're going to do hopefully this weekend we're doing a batman night the boys night batman and uh we're going to watch the two of them back to back so that's gonna be cool, oh, yeah. and I'm, and it's gonna look. You should pimp get the old on. ones too. You really should. No, no. Actually, you know what? We watched the um, maybe a month ago because my youngest hadn't seen it. We watched the original, not the original original, but the original um, uh, Michael Keaton, the first one, Batman, um, which I remember from back in the day when it came out. You know, people made such a big deal about it because it was Michael Keaton, blah blah. blah. Um, but it was it was good. It held up in terms of comic book movie and we we watched it and it was like oh my god this is like so hokey it's unbelievable and especially after batman begins because like i mean you see from that what they can do the potential that they can do with a a comic book adaptation and then you get this and it's like oh my god this sucks ass so but uh so yeah so (laughs) you were saying that there's three movies that you're dying to watch now too well, it's partially because of where I work now. We have a demo CD that shows off HD compatibilities on the um, HD TVs and all the flat screen TVs, which I'm probably going to buy with my first paycheck. And um, the ones that I've been constantly playing is Dark Knight, 
Iron Man and Hancock like over and over. I've seen it about 20 times, so I had to add it to my Netflix queue and put it to the top so I can just see these goddamn movies already. I've seen the previews so many times. Well, we've watched Iron Man now. Well, see, my son watched it alone on the drive once when we were we headed back home to see the folks. And then I watched it with him one day when we were home alone and the wife was at work or gone shopping with the girls or whatever. And then we watched it with the wife again. And I think we've since, yeah, I watched it another time with my youngest daughter when she was over. So we've seen it four times. I've seen it four times. Um, I can't say that I would watch it that many more times, uh, but it was definitely a good show. A lot of people bitched um, because they didn't find that there was enough of the Iron Man in the show because it's the first one they have to do a lot of groundwork for it kind of thing so there's not as much of the special effects with actual iron man like when you're watching the trailers you see a lot of that oh, whereas yeah. in the movie well the trailers pretty much cover almost everything you can see like there's there, there there's still a su- substantial amount but it's nowhere near say um, like a spider-man or wherever where it's constantly in costume but definitely a good story and i've I mean, said about I mean, hancock too that it's it's good it's a it's a good story, but not what you'd be expecting, but still good, and the effects are phenomenal in it as well. Oh, we'll have to see. You know, like I used to read Iron Man the comics, and we'll see if it stays true. From what I've heard, it does stay somewhat true to the actual story. I, I think that the character stays true to the character in the in the, in the comics and the um, the animated series and whatever um he does he robert downey jr does a really good job with the character it's um i really like it i, I <laughs> and I, I like the character as well um there was a fantastic uh, if you go to pvponline.com the, the pvp cartoon uh yeah there was the one that he did about Iron Man where two of the characters are, are talking comparing Iron Man to Batman and it's hilarious. It's just absolutely hilarious where one of them is saying that when they were creating Iron Man they, because of the similarities with Batman they were saying what if we created a character like Batman but he wasn't such a pussy? What would he be like? And you'd have Tony Stark. So yeah, no, it's... Um, it's a good movie. I'm, I can't say anything about Dark Knight because I haven't seen it at all yet. Um, I, I downloaded it because I downloaded it so that my son could watch on the drive, but then I'd been hearing things and wondering, well, maybe it's something that I should be watching with him because of the dark elements in it. So we never did watch it. And then the longer I waited, the longer we were getting closer to the date where it'd be released anyways, I was thinking, well, shit, I may as well wait anyways and just pick it up when and watch it on Blu-ray like you should on a high def something that looks really good so it's not been spoiled i haven't been reading about it i don't i i really have tried very hard not to to read much about it at all just so that it's which it was hard because that's all you read about for a while there um but yeah so that uh, i can see it as if you know it had just come out oh yeah so with that we're going to call a wrap for uh for this show, we are running a little bit longer than normal, but that's all right every once in a while. Um, for everything that you'd like to know about my man Sean, you can go to visualbomb.com. Uh, you can hit him up on Facebook at uh, Sean Ferguson, and his Twitter is twitter.com slash Debian with a three for an E. Thank you for having taken the time to come out and... Uh, and do the show. Uh, as for myself, you can get everything you need about me at buddhasbarandgrill.com. All of my information, if you want my gamer tags and whatnot, to add me to your friends list is there. My Facebook is Buddhist Bar, and Twitter is twitter.com slash Of course, if you have any comments or tips or 
anything that you'd like to send, you can email them to buddhasbarandgrill at gmail.com. There's a handy-dandy button for donations if you would like to help out with the show. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and leave us some comments, please. And uh, if you've got nothing good to say, well, then at that point, shut the hell up. While you're busy subscribing, what you want to do is do a search for WoW Dogs, D-A-W-G, if you are a World of Warcraft player, so that you can listen to the podcast that Sean and I do right after this one. And uh, with that, I'm going to let you go so that we can start recording WoW Dogs. Take it easy, y'all. Good night. Well, damn, we need to start some more often. Start having a couple of shots before bed, that'll help. Yeah, I might start drinking before bed. Yeah. <laughs> the hard stuff too. <laughs> yeah. Um to, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to cover or not. Um no, nah, pretty much not. I went to Target and found seven games that I need to buy that I don't have the money for. So I, uh, no. <laughs> pretty much not the money. Okay, we'll fit that in somewhere. No, who's drunk? You're drunk. I'm not. Wow, what that's my wife's sneeze. Oh, that was a sneeze? Yeah, I, have to, I have to live with that for the rest of my life. Holy crap. Are you sure you got, yeah. you, like, you can go shower if you want. Oh, bullshit. She's been doing this for the entire life. She can't help it. Jesus, are your ears bleeding? God. Okay, go get food. You guys are loud. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is this 20 questions? What do I win? What do I Thank you. It's Christ, it's like a fucking intervention in my room all of a sudden. I am recording. This is all going in the outtakes. Awesome, thanks. <laughs> the joy of being 24 and still living with your mom. Go, go, oh, economy. Yes. <laughs> He's a special boy. And supposedly, it will pull from the iTunes. What do you want? <laughs> Sit up, sign the divorce papers. Are they gone yet? Kick him out. What? Close the door. Go! Go! Hi. Go! See, <laughs> your coffee sucks. Oh, God. No, I'm uh, not. <laughs> I'll talk dirty to you, though. Awesome. <laughs>